Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about the events that we go into. Whenever we're going into an event, we are generally not really conscious about it. So we go into it, maybe it's lunch with a friend or a business meeting or something like that. And we sort of say, you know, this is a normal thing. Things will happen during the event. We'll be up and down and won't really be focused on what's happening in the event. And this is because we're allowing outside forces to move our vibration where if someone's complaining, we might dip down there. If someone has a good idea, we might think they're smarter than we are, whatever it is. But these events are always orchestrated for us. And if we can hold the higher perspective or maintain our vibration, at the end of the event, we can look back and see the perfection in that event. This is a much higher level way of thinking about these things, knowing that everything that is coming to you is for you. All events are orchestrated for your growth. And if you go into an event with that idea and then look back at it afterwards, you'll really be able to see how you were able to either maintain or in places drop your perspective. So <clears throat> this is all more about focus of your attention while in an event and then going after the event, going backwards and looking at it and seeing where everything fell into place and always there's information in these events. This is the really interesting thing we're getting to here. The event itself had information for you, maybe a solution to some problem or something like that. And if you can really go in knowing that the event was orchestrated for you and then looking back at it and seeing what the information is, this will even uh, more effectively raise your perspective or your vibration. So think about that as you're going through this. There's a lot of great questions in this one and uh, it's really interesting. Uh, before we begin, we have a new boot camp. It's boot camp 19. It starts on October 24th, so about a week from today. Uh, this is the last boot camp of the year. We do one in spring and one in fall. So the next one's not until next spring. So if you're at all interested, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. I'll send you some information. We can get together for a quick chat and you'll know all about it. If you have an inkling of inspiration, then this is for you. At least push past your fear and send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, let's get going. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hey, hi. Hi, Joshua. Hi. Hello, Joshua. So you may have heard that we've been talking about this idea of perspective quite a bit lately. And it's an interesting thing to think about a perspective. What is your perspective? Well, it's simply how you're viewing yourself in any moment, in any time, in any occasion, in any event with any person around you. It's how you perceive yourself within the context of that moment. Well, a lot of times you're not really in the moment. You're thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking things should be different than they are, and worrying about how you're perceived by the other person. So there's a lot of stuff going on there that sort of takes you out of the moment. And so your perspective then is really all over the place while you're going through the event itself. Now, the event itself, you must understand, has been organized for you perfectly. Every character who's in that event, all the conditions in the event, everything that's been going on leading up to the event, all the things you're thinking about before the event, and then you have this experience and you go through an experience and that experience occurs based in what's occurred in the past, where you've been led up to this point, your perspectives along the way, and the perspective you're holding at that moment. Well, how are you really holding the perspective in the moment if you're not really consciously aware of what's happening? Well, what tends to happen is you adjust based in your perspective or your idea or your vibration within the context of the event itself, perceiving the event and the people are outside of you and as some kind of random experience that you're having. 
So if you were not aware of this perspective idea, you might be going to lunch with a friend and you might be paying attention to the other people in the restaurant, paying attention to the server, worrying about what you're going to order, getting involved with the vibrations of all the other people in the room. Maybe it's too noisy. Maybe there's something distracting going on. And then your friend says something and maybe it's a complaint about something. And suddenly you may notice that your vibration or your perspective dips down to a somewhat more limited perspective. When this occurs, then there's a lot of things that will take place after this. But what's really happening is you're setting up this entire event, sort of like being blind to it, not really understanding what's going on. There's a little puzzle within that event or a little puzzle within the experience, some game that you can play. And when you're not cognizant of it, you might just say, yes, you're right. I, I complain about that thing with you. I think you're right about this thing that's horrible. And you go down this path and this becomes your point of attraction. So you can see people all around you are just haphazardly going through life, not paying attention to their vibration or their perception of themselves. And they're being brought down with the people around them. They're being lifted by the people around them. Sometimes they think things are good. Sometimes they think things are bad, but they're really not cognizant of exactly what's going on with their vibration. That vibration is always the point of attraction. So this vibration goes through this experience going up and down and up and down and up and down. And the point of attraction then is muted. It's mixed. It's, it's all over the place. So there's nothing really that can be brought to that point of attraction or that point of attraction cannot be brought to something else because there's a lot of resistance in there. The average person who doesn't become aware of the goings on within the universe itself, within the non-physical and the physical combined, is just living life based in this premise that all there is is physical reality. There is nothing more going on here. They seem to perceive that it's a cut and dry world that they live in and things are just happening to people all over the place. Things are happening to them. They perceive themselves as victims and their feelings then are, from their perception, caused by outside conditions, events, and people. Now you get into this awareness of this idea of perspective, that you have charge of your perspective. And your perspective can be maintained in any environment and with any other person in any, any condition you find yourself in. You have the ability to maintain the focus of your perspective. When you maintain the focus of your perspective and you are able to keep it elevated, no matter what's going on around you, your point of attraction also becomes focused. It becomes very, very powerful. And as you go through any event, maintaining a higher perspective throughout that event, you also maintain a higher vibration. It does not matter what the vibration is outside of you because you must understand that as you focus your vibration on a perspective that everything is perfect, that everything is coming for you, that this experience is for your benefit, and that all the people and conditions are set up perfectly for you to have this experience. When you can look at the experience in neutrality, you are solving the puzzle that's within that experience. You are unlocking a code. You are gaining some information. Now that information may be something about a limiting belief or something about you that you didn't understand before, or even the fact that you're able to hold a high perspective within a set of circumstances where previously you would have perceived it as chaos. This is a practice, like any other practice, like the practice you had when you were saying to yourself, 
things are happening to me. And then you start saying things are happening for me. You are now getting accustomed to saying things are happening for me. You're getting accustomed to the idea that everything is working on perfectly or that everything is right. And if you perceive anything is wrong, you're looking at that from another perspective and seeing how possibly it could be at least okay, if not right, and possibly even good. Do you see how this practice that you're embarking on is leading you to higher and higher perspectives? That's the entire point of all of this. Now, when you realize that your perspective is shifting higher and higher on yourself, you are then understanding in the broad sense that your point of attraction overall is now more focused on your journey of self-discovery and on all your pre-birth intentions, all the things you truly want. At this point, you'll be bumping up or moving through new higher dimensions. Things will get lighter and easier, yet things will happen quicker. You'll have more clarity in this sense. And as manifestation events come to you, you'll start to realize that these things are for you. Where you are now is sort of aware of this concept of perspective, but you're not quite practiced at holding the perspective. And so as you go forward, maybe in this weekend, think about the experiences that you're having. Think about the other people who are interacting. Think about all the possibilities that are coming to you where you could actually lower your perspective and complain with everyone else. And think about maybe trying to maintain that higher perspective throughout the whole experience. Don't try and hide your room. Don't try and play it safe. Get out there and mix it up this weekend and see if you can hold your perspective in order to elevate the vibration of the entire reality that you find yourself in while staying present in the moment. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you would like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Natasha. Hi. Yeah, my question is about um, loneliness and specifically what that is exploring, why one would create that and what that is meant to discover. I experienced uh, quite a bit of loneliness as a child, and now my two, my two teenage daughters both have had you know, bouts of loneliness through high school, and I'm just um, curious and wanting to understand sort of how to support them, but also what am I exploring with this? So you had a period in your life where you felt lonely. In that period of your life, were you perceiving the non-physical combined with the physical, or were you more focused in a physical reality? Definitely focused in the physical reality. Now that you're more aware of what's going on in the non-physical, how your inner self is always with you, how your guides are always with you, and how your millions of supporters are always with you. The concept of loneliness is simply a false premise. You couldn't possibly be lonely. Now, what you're thinking is that there should be people in your life interacting with you, loving you, liking you, respecting you, telling you how wonderful you are, and being with you where you have adventures and experiences and all these things, and you think that would be better than having them not with you. Well, if you were elevated in your perspective of yourself, if you understand how this entire reality works, if you realize you're on a journey of self-discovery, it wouldn't matter if people were in your reality or out of your reality, but you have preferences and desires. And you perceive that if there were people paying attention to me, interacting with me, having fun with me, I would feel better. That is a perception that outside conditions can make you feel anything. 
So you go through these periods of loneliness, so you'll have a context in which to perceive yourself and then create a journey or a trajectory that will lead you towards more self-discovery. Now, it doesn't matter what this trajectory is based on. It could be based on some traumatic event. It could be based on something else in childhood, limiting beliefs that you adopted along the way, the family you were raised in, the country you were raised in, the society, all sorts of things could create these trajectories. But you have to understand that you set this all up. This was your way of turning things around, shaking things up, and moving along a journey of self-discovery to discover who you truly are to move your perspective from that of the victim to that of the creator, to elevate your idea of yourself and in turn raise that vibration. Without that experience of loneliness, you would have a completely different trajectory. You might not even be here, for instance, in physical reality, on this call, with those children that you have now. So you have to understand that that experience of loneliness was somehow necessary for you and that you could not possibly have that experience if it was not for your benefit. Every single thing that's occurred in your life was for some benefit. At the time, you may not have been aware of this, and you might have resisted this, and you might have wished that it was different than it was. Well, of course, you were perceiving yourself as a victim. The victim would wish things were different. The creator would understand that while this may not be my preference in the moment, and this may be a manifestation event, and maybe pointing out the fact that I have limiting beliefs or that I'm perceiving myself as a victim in this, in this instance, I understand overall that this experience is beneficial somehow. So let's bring it down to something that's more obvious. Imagine you came to Earth to investigate this idea of love. In the non-physical, you feel love. You understand what that is. You have a context for it because you've lived lives before. But imagine if you wanted to expand that concept of love. Well, to do so, you would have experiences of what you perceive from a physical human perspective is the opposite of love. It could be loneliness. It could be great fear. It could be depression. It could be any of these things that you think you would not want to experience. But those experiences give you context so that when you do find yourself in a situation where you can express your love, you will see the fullness of the other side of that. So you might say that love and fear are on the same side of the same coin, and the opposite side of that coin could be neutrality. If you were completely neutral, you wouldn't really understand what love is. If you had experience of fear, then you would be able to have more of an experience of love or more of a context or an idea of what you perceive as opposite. However, fear and love are basically two aspects of the same thing, of the overall idea of love. Without fear, without loneliness, without depression, without trauma, without all these things that you think are bad or wrong, you couldn't really understand what's good and right about love. You couldn't really feel it. So it's stretching the bounds of this feeling of love. This is the expansion of the feeling of love that you all came for. To have a situation in your life where everything is rosy and everyone loves you all the way through, you have no real context. You don't know what true love is compared to what false love would be or fake love or in inauthentic love. You wouldn't birth these desires to move out of this condition of loneliness 
which the desire then to alter that condition of loneliness based on the perception of victim is not a bad thing at all. This is how you move along this journey of self-discovery. You have to come to some awareness that this feeling is unacceptable. And so in that feeling of not being accepted, which is what loneliness is, this perception that you cannot be accepted, you birth a desire for acceptance and then move along on that journey to discover what acceptance could look like. Of course, it would always be self-acceptance. Once you would accept yourself, you know yourself, you love yourself. Until that happens, you're in resistance of the self itself, thinking that you should be different than you are. And this is what happens in, in any real negative emotion or limited state of being, is it's a lack of acceptance. How could they, these perfect children, not accept themselves? You've been a good mother, they've had a nice environment. Well, it's not really up to you, is it? It's not really up to the environment. This is their expression of themselves in this reality. This is their journey. You may have had something similar, but of course that context was based in decades before, a different environment. This is a new environment with new technology and new things going on where they're trying to identify what is wrong with me, what do I need to fix? What do I need to change? What do I wish was better about me? Comparing themselves to others where they think those people have some sort of thing going on where they know themselves and they accept themselves, which is an illusion from their perspective anyway. Without this experience of loneliness, they can't really birth that strong desire that will lead them forward to a journey of experiences that will eventually lead to a form of acceptance, whatever that may be. So whenever you look at someone else that you love and they're going through some hard time, you will want to smooth it out for them. You'll want to change their state. You'll want to jump in and fix their problems. But of course, that's just going to delay the inevitable. If they don't birth that desire from a place of not feeling good, of negative emotion, then they can't really have the fuel that will propel them along their journey of self-discovery. Well, what do you do? Do you just let them languish in misery hoping that nothing gets worse? Well, you can be an example to them. If they see you as an example of someone who has experienced this before and found their way through it, found teachings that have helped them along the way, they might reach out and ask for some support. But if you go in there offering advice and telling them what to do and trying to make things better for them, then you are focused or vibrationally matching the problem and not the solution. There's one solution, one solution only. You must be able to see them as perfect. You must be able to see their situation as perfect. If you are outside of that vibration, you are in the vibration of the victim. How can you see someone you love who's going through something difficult as perfect? You must understand that they set very powerful intentions for what they wanted to experience in this lifetime. They chose you as their mother. They chose the environment of their birth. They chose all of these things going on, their bodies, all of these things, so that they could go on this experience. It was all chosen by them. If you can see it from that very high perspective, then you can see the perfection of their choices, knowing they are connected to their inner selves, just like you're connected to your inner self, that they have their own guidance supporters, and that they will make it through this as long as you can be of value. And there's only one way you can be of value, and that's to see them as perfect or at least be as neutral as possible. Does that make sense? It does. It really does. Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank Excellent. You. Who's next?
I have a question. Kara. This is off of the introduction that you just gave. And I, I would love for you to talk more about holding that perspective when you're in an environment where people are not at all aware of the new approach to life. And, um, you know, you're the weirdo in the room. I'm fine with being the weirdo in the room, but after a while, it all gets to me. The getting to you is where you're dropping your perspective. I've lost it. Okay, got it. But there's no Mm -hmm. problem with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. This is just a practice. Imagine you were a famous professional basketball player. And you go to practice and you do all the things you have to do. And then you're in the game. So this game then would be the experience you set forth. Maybe you go to a party. And -hmm. you're at this party. You have the highest perspective of everyone in the room. You will, all of you, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, if you're listening to this call right now, you will likely be the highest perspective of anyone in the room. You will likely be among the highest perspectives of anyone in the planet. So think of yourself as a professional basketball player. You do the work before going to the meeting. You set your intentions. You ask yourself, why am I going to this experience? You say, there's something in this experience for me. You realize that everyone in the experience is perfect. They've come together to support you in this experience. You might say, well, what are they? They're they're having the experience too. There is a lot of stuff going on here. All you have to focus on is this experience was created for you, which is the truth. The conditions, the timing of it is all perfect. You go in with this idea that it is for me in some way and you keep your eyes open for the information that's contained within the experience. That information will lead you to further understanding of yourself and an even higher perspective. So that's the idea going in. To see the information in the experience requires that you maintain the perspective that you had going into it. Now, this is the part that needs a lot of practice. So you're on the basketball court. You've done all the work. You're excited to be in this game. And sometimes you shoot 30 points and you're the star of the game. And sometimes you don't shoot one point. That's just how it works. Sometimes you're able to maintain with the flow of what's going on. And sometimes you're just having a bad day. Doesn't matter. It's a practice, but you are a champion. You are top of the game. You are the best of the best. So when you walk into that experience, just say, okay, these folks in there in that experience, they're not aware of vibration. They're not aware of holding a perspective. They perceive because they're living in fear that complaining or wishing things were different will be of some benefit to them. Do you understand that how you're, if you're in fear, you want to hold on to your limiting beliefs. You want to maintain as much control as possible. You want to share your fears with others in fear. Oh my God, did you hear about this crash in the economy that's going to come up? Oh, did you hear about this group over here that's trying to do bad things? Oh, did you hear about the war over here? Did you hear about the kids over here? Did you hear about this and that and this and that? That's all they want to talk about. Why? Because when they're able to get agreement on their fears, it soothes them to a bit. Imagine being the only person in fear and everyone else is at a high perspective. You have nobody to talk to. You feel completely out of place and you don't even understand what they're talking about. Well... Which would you rather be? The one in absolute fear amongst those with high perspectives or the one with the highest perspective amongst those in fear? You've chosen the latter. 
you've chosen to be of the highest perspective among those in fear. Now, why did you think you chose that? Well, two reasons. You're on the forefront or the leading edge of this new approach to life. You are understanding the value of higher perspectives, of blending the non-physical and the physical together. But you're also aware that while you've come to practice on the leading edge of thought, you knew that by holding your focus, you'd be an inspiration to others. Now, none of those people in that party, not one of them, could be there unless they were somehow, some slight way, a vibrational match to your perspective. They may call you weird. They may wonder why you don't complain with them. They may think it's strange that you're so calm. They may think you're just being shy or aloof or quiet or superior or judging them, whatever they think. Remember, they're in fear looking up, trying to rationalize their fear by projecting that onto you. But somehow you maintain this idea of perfection. Yeah, they're just going through their lives and they're just practicing fear and playing with the idea of the inauthentic self. And they are expanding in this, but they're just right now not quite ready to raise their perspective high enough. Now, their perspectives are quite high compared to a century ago or to people in other parts of the world. It's still a quite high perspective if they're in your presence. But what will happen is you'll wish there'd be different. So you just sink back into this victimhood thing for a little bit. That feels uncomfortable for you. That's why it's annoying. It's not that they're being complaining drives you crazy. It's you dropping your vibration drives you crazy. And you say, why can't I keep this perspective? You can't keep the perspective all the time. You can't maintain this perspective. You'd have to be some anomaly, some unicorn. It just doesn't happen. Now, there is a benefit to practicing this in these situations. But there is no need to maintain a high perspective all the time. What happens if you raise your perspective? You think about this layers of dimensions. You move into another layer. It's a little lighter up there, a little bit more clarity, a little bit more fun, a little bit easier. But you're going to be bumping onto things much quicker. Manifestation events come quicker. Manifestations come quicker. Things come quicker. Things are moving faster. And you're... Outer layers of fear have already been peeled away. So now you're getting down to the nitty gritty. And so you feel more emotionally sensitive. And so when things happen, you feel it more. This is what you truly want. You want to feel. This is a feeling reality. So you move into these higher level dimensions. From that perception, it seems like everyone is lower down. They're moving up too. They're moving up as well. When you move up into a higher dimension, you are expressing more love. You couldn't get in that dimension unless you were expressing more love, which means you are of acceptance more of the time. You're in that vibration of acceptance. That vibration of acceptance then feeds the entire mass consciousness of humanity all the way down the layers. The love seeps through the layers below. This helps others have a high perspective and reach a similar perspective to what you have. Suddenly, out of the blue, people are thinking, there's got to be something else going on here. Suddenly, out of the blue, people are seeing numbers line up. Suddenly, out of the blue, people who were before complaining and in fear are now reading books and watching videos and listening to podcasts. The work that you're doing by holding this perspective generally is expressing love into the entire reality of Earth at this time. 
And so what you're doing really, when you're holding a high perspective is you're dropping little seeds of perspective all over the place. Others can grab onto it if they're in the vicinity of that. Look what they're doing. They're dropping seeds of limited perspectives, discontentment, discouragement, anxiety, all over the place. Those lower perspectives are moving through them all the time. If you've ever smudged a house, you're, what you're doing is you're clearing out the lower vibrational perspectives and you're replacing them with your perspective. Now think about the house that you're in right now. Think about all the people that come through that house, all the people that stay at the house, a wide range of perspectives. That's full of perspective. The next person that comes in the house, wherever their perspective is, they bounce into these ideas and thoughts. And this is why all these thoughts that have ever been thought before in humanity still exist and are regurgitated by those at that vibration. All of you now who are holding on to higher perspectives are dropping in new thought, new thought that up until recently was really never thought before. Certainly not by such a large group of people as you. Now, everywhere you go, you're dropping these higher perspectives. That's the value, the true value of main, maintaining your perspective. And this is what we say by expressing your love, not trying to help anyone, not trying to change anyone, not trying to ask anyone to be different than they are, not wishing the entirety of the planet would rise up into this 5d reality that you're hoping for simply having little nuggets of thought at slightly higher perspectives so that they can get inspired to do this. They can get listen to the inspiration themselves. This is what you're doing. And you can't do it perfectly all the time, but just maintaining that idea. Well, I'm going to practice. Let's see how I can do it. Let's see if I can go five minutes. Let's see if I can stay with my mother for three minutes. Let's see, see if I can stay with the neighbor who's really picky about everything for a minute. That's fine. That's all you need to do. And then you go to a party and you know, now it's 10 minutes and now it's 15 minutes. And now you, you sort of gravitate to all the fun people there. And all the fun people are eventually surrounding you and you don't hear it anymore. It isn't even there because you're just there to have a good time. You're just there to see what's in that environment or in that experience for you. You realize it doesn't matter what they think, what they say, anything you're here for you. What can you get out of the experience? That's how you maintain a high perspective for them. Mm, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Excellent. Who'd like to go next? I have a question. Yes, Kimberly. So I, I've been thinking about imagination and every time it comes up, I just love that idea. And then as I've done some just working on like medical intuitive, you know, just kind of researching it. And, you know, if you use your imagination, it's like, that seems like the gateway to I don't know, just learning some of these concepts. So in one of your emails um, to this week, you said we can use our imagination. We can act as if, even if we don't believe, because we're never going to believe we're creators 100% of the time. And then you said we can act as if and make doubt irrelevant. And that just sparked my curiosity in talking about imagination, because I think acting as if and, and using our imagination is really powerful. So I'd like to hear you talk about it. <laughs> well, isn't it interesting that you're given this ability to imagine the imagination really, really helps is very beneficial at the lower levels. When you're really a victim, -y, lower perspective, 
having a hard time, wishing things were different, when you're that kind of person, well, at least you can use your imagination to imagine what it'd be like if you had something different. Imagine that you were starving and you use your imagination to imagine a cookie. That would be a wonderful feeling to a sense. You would say, one day I'll have a cookie. One day I'll have, have this. One day I'll have that. And this could keep you moving forward. It could propel you. So the imagination is wonderful from that perspective where you're trying to imagine a better life for yourself. What it actually ends up doing is causing you to regurgitate what's already out there. Now, if you look at how kids use their imagination, it's completely open. They're not using the same old things. They're imagining these creatures and these monsters and these games and these costumes that do not exist. Not to get to that reality, but just to play with the idea of it. They are not limited in their imagination. That's how you want to be. You don't want to have any limits to that imagination. But what happens is you're so used to imagining a better future or a better outcome or or a better condition or a better person or a better you yourself that you're just using what's already out there as examples. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a house over there or on the beach or to live in Paris? Oh, and then you're, then you're just limiting yourself by what's possible. Now, it doesn't seem like that's a limitation because it seems like a great leap from where you are to this th these things you could imagine. But they're simply ideals propped up by a society that says these things are good. And in this, it's highly limiting because we are offering you something more. We are offering you the unimaginable. That is a specific term that we were using. When you get to this perspective, you do not want to use that imagination because what is waiting for you cannot possibly be imagined because it's never occurred before. This is what you want. You don't need to fill in the blanks of what's missing in your life, thinking that's going to make you happy. You don't need to have a successful business right now with thousands of clients. What you need is this time to prepare for that version of you by dropping everything you think you know or everything you think you want, all these preferences you've created throughout your life, dropping all that, dropping that ideal, dropping that imagination, dropping the attachment to the outcome, and being present in this moment and then letting what happens happen. You have two choices. You can be at this limited perspective, imagining a slightly better future, or you can be at this higher perspective, realizing you don't have to control any of it. By being at this higher perspective, you're open to more ideas, more inspiration at this level. By holding on to an ideal or imagining some better outcome, you've already put all that in a box. That's all you can get. That's as good as you can get based on your belief system. So if your belief system says, I could never make a million dollars, and your ideal says, wouldn't life be great if I had a million dollars, you're going to be in conflict there. You've got two boxes. The as high as you can go will be the first box. How much could you possibly make in a year? If you threw away the boxes and say, I am stopping my control of this life. I'm letting go of that control and I'm just going to hold the highest perspective of myself. I'm the creator of my reality. And I'm going to see every experience that I have as for my benefit in discovering who I truly am. I won't care about the income. I don't care if the client signs up or not. I don't care if I get 
my favorite meal or not. I don't care if the meal's warm or not. I don't care if people are happy or not. It doesn't matter. I'm here to experience an unimaginable life. I don't know what that is, but I assume it's a journey of self-discovery without any boxes, without any limits, without any adherence to societal norms or what other people have shown as examples of good. Wouldn't it be boring if you just got a billion dollars and then you said, well, what am I going to do with my life? I guess I could buy a helicopter and maybe I can travel around. But what if that was boring? What if that was unsatisfying? Oh, I guess I could build orphanages and use that as my excuse to feel good. But what if you didn't feel good? All you would have are these examples that other billionaires have been doing. And what do they really do? They just try to make more money or hide their money or do lavish things. Do you see any happy billionaires? You see a lot of billionaires who are trying to make it look good or trying to do what they think is, is right, do what they think is good or do what they think other billionaires would do. But we can promise you their perspectives are not nearly as high as yours. The person that you would say in this reality, in this physical environment, who is leading the limitless, most limitless life you can imagine, is still putting everything in a box. What you have the opportunity to do, all of you, whether you're on this call now or listening to a later date, what you have the opportunity to do is to redefine what life is. Is it what everyone's been living before? Is it a gradual improvement of conditions outside of you? Is it trying to exert more and more and more control? Or is it letting go of control and just acting on the inspiration that comes to you? even though you don't know where that's going to lead. And then while you're moving into events, holding the higher perspective. And then if you feel negative emotion, processing the limiting belief. And if you feel positive emotion, processing the beneficial belief. Doing the work to do one thing, raise your perspective. Do you want to raise your perspective? Do you want to live, give up control? Do you want to be surprised and delighted at all times? Do you want to move into higher dimensional frequencies of lightness and love and clarity? If you do, you'll have, a, have to have a different relationship with fear. You'll have to understand that the fear that you will feel is the fear of pushing past to do the things you're inspired to do. When you're receiving a lot of inspiration, guess what's happening? You're receiving a lot of fear. Oh, I could never do that. Oh my God, I would never do that. Oh, what if people... Th All the stuff that you would never do will exist at these higher dimensions. So you'll have to be a version of yourself that's willing to push past more fear. Otherwise, you'll be in a conflict. Now, once you go up, you can't go back down. So once you make the decision to go to this higher dimension, to think of yourself from a higher perspective and maintain that perspective... Then you'll be confronted with all kinds of surprises coming, coming to you. And you'll be asked to push past fear. Are you ready to push past fear? And what happens if you do? More feeling, more emotion, more love, more context, more of everything you truly want, and more self-discovery. In those realms, the imagination is not necessary and would even be a slight heavyweight that you carry around because you would always be using your imagination to put everything in a box. When there are no boxes, the imagination then can only be used to look at others and see everything as perfect. You see a homeless person, 
You use your imagination to imagine they're having an experience of life that is highly expansive and beneficial for them. Something they specifically chose to experience in this lifetime. You're not seeing them as imperfect in any way. You're not feeling sorry for them. You're not needing to help them out of, out of some feeling of lack or limitation. You are using an imagination to perceive somehow that they're experiencing what they intended to experience. That's the use of imagination at these higher levels. That's good. And that's how, then that's where we can make doubt irrelevant is that sentence where it's just kind of like not there. <laughs> doubt is based on this limiting belief that you're not the creator of your reality. Doubt is like your ego keeping you grounded in physical reality. If you have the inspiration to jump off the cliff, doubt says might not be a good idea. If you're having the inspiration to start a new business, doubt says might not be a good idea. If you have inspiration to cook chicken piccata for dinner, doubt will say might not be a good idea. Well, if you've cooked enough chicken piccata, you love chicken piccata and you're really good at it. Well, then the doubt is irrelevant. You've had the experience. Once you've had the experience enough times, maybe even one time, the doubt becomes irrelevant, which implies that when you push past the doubt, you make the doubt irrelevant. Excellent. Who's next? Oh, Joshua. Hi. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so speaking of doubt and raising vibration. So in a Joshua live from September, 2019, a woman was having difficulty getting into a committed relationship. So you gave the suggestion of 30 days of basically processing limiting beliefs, proving worthiness. And I was, and I use that process in a joyful, neutral way to attract a partner of my own, which was awesome for me. And <laughs> I brought up maybe, maybe the greater good of everybody. Um, but I was wondering if you could, um, if you had maybe a suggestion for a specific exercise along these 30 days of, uh, attracting financial abundance and practicing those limiting beliefs. You could do a practice to attract financial abundance for 30 years. <laughs> and it wouldn't work if you thought that you wanted financial abundance and that you right. lacked financial abundance. Yeah. The only way you can attract financial abundance is to say, I don't care. doesn't matter. I'm neutral. The only way you can attract financial abundance is to not even want it. In fact, to say, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, it doesn't come. In fact, you could say something like this. If I'm ready in my spiritual journey for financial abundance, if that financial abundance will serve me on my journey of self-discovery, then it will come. It'll have to come. There's not possible. It cannot come. And if it doesn't serve me, then I wouldn't want it because my journey of self-discovery is the most important thing to me is the only thing I really want. If I want to raise it and keep this perspective, then I can't keep a high perspective on myself. If I perceive I'm lacking anything, the perception of lack would be a limited perspective. So a high perspective has to understand that there is no lack. There is no limitation of any kind. The limitation and lack are all in the mind, not the mind, the brain, not the brain the limited way of perceiving yourself before. That's all that's happening. The higher perspective says, it doesn't matter what's going on outside. 
doesn't matter what I perceive in my bank account because I can't perceive all the windfalls that will be coming three months from now, six months from now, year month. You cannot perceive the job you'll have two weeks from now, the career you'll have a year from now. You cannot perceive that, but all of that is held in escrow for you, but it's out of your perception. Now, what if you, what if you had this overall idea that as I go along my journey of self-discovery, everything's coming. Everything's coming exactly as I need, as long as I hold a perspective, a certain perspective. So if you held the same perspective you have right now, you would have a slightly elevated journey as you go into the future. That's just the same perspective you have now. Now think of how you feel now. In whenever your life, relationships, you feel great. You might feel really good in your body. You might feel really good with friends. You might feel a little bit lower in perspective in your career or lower in perspective in your bank account, things like that. So this is a sort of a wobbly overall perspective. Some areas are high, some areas are low. If you could level it out, raise what is perceiving lower, then you'd have an overall higher perspective. So if you have a perspective of your finances that's limited because you're using your bank account as evidence to prove it's limited, you're holding the vibration of limitation, wishing it was different. So imagine you say, okay, I have a wonderful relationship. I'm awesome in a relationship. I'm having so much fun in this relationship. I'm really worthy of this relationship. I lack nothing in this relationship. And you perceive, you understand that your relationship is at a higher perspective. Look at your bank account. Looks like there's nothing in there. Looks like there's no, no way anything's going to get in there. Looks like I'm sort of a failure for not having more money in there. See the difference in your vibration between the two? The vibration of your relationship is it's perfect. It's exactly what you need now. Now you don't know what's going to happen in the future, but right now it's perfect what you need. So you're just looking at that from the highest perspective possible. You're not worried about the future. You're not worried about things going wrong. You're not worried about all this stuff. You are having a good time. You see it as good. You see yourself as good. The only way to elevate anything is to see the perfection of it. And the only way to see the perfection of an empty bank account is to say, this is how it has to be for me today. This is how it has to be. All the desires that I'll burst from it, all the work that I'll do to raise my perspective, all of that is coming because there's nothing in there now. I wouldn't want anything in there now because then I couldn't have this day that I'm having today with all the stuff that I'm going through and all the, all this, even this question that I'm asking, these thoughts, this bank account is not a bad thing. It's also perfect. And when you see this perfect, you raise it up. Now that could take 30 days, could take one minute, could take a lifetime. It's the idea, the concept, the feeling of perfection in everything. How do you get there? Well, how do you get there? By doing the work that you're doing. Look at where you are. When you look at your life and say, that's imperfect. Well, you haven't really gotten there yet, but you're on your road. You're doing all the work. You're on this call. You're in the boot camp. You're in the Ascension experience. You're doing this work and look what has netted you. It has netted you the relationship. It has gotten you some of the wonderful jobs that you've had. It's gotten you a higher perspective. The life you're living now is based on the perspective you had a little while ago. So the 
reality is trailing the perspective. As you maintain this perspective, the reality catches up to that perspective. But you can't want it to, because if you wanted to, you're perceiving lack. And so you're dropping down that perspective. Well, this is just a game. This is just a practice. There's nothing you have to do. There's nothing that you need to make a change. You are moving from a perception of reality where you believe that outside conditions caused you to feel something that was an outside-in existence, and now you're transforming to an inside-out existence. How you feel on the inside, perfection, is then expressed on the outside in the form of a higher perspective. The reality then conforms to that, not the way you think it should be, because again, that's your ideal. You say, oh, if I just had $100,000 in bank account, it'd be fine. Um, there's a lot of people with $100,000 in bank account who feel poor. That has nothing to do with it. You can't believe that, maybe, but maybe you can. That outside condition is just a reflection of the perspective in that area. So think about raising the perspective of every area of your life to the level of your relationship. And don't think about what the reality is actually going to show you. Think about how you feel in that relationship. Not much doubt, not much worry, a lot of confidence, a lot of fun, feels good, enjoyable, exciting, interesting. All the feelings that you like are in that relationship because you see it as good and right. Look at your bank account. If you can see that as good, or good and right without it having to change at all, that's the trick here. You can lie to the universe for a little while, but you can't lie for very long. You'll have to actually feel it. Feel it as good as the relationship. Now, there's a trick about this. If you say, oh, I'm going to see it as perfect. Yes, it's perfect. I'm going to see it as perfect. You're going to have to have manifestation events because the reason it's down there is some limiting beliefs. It can't be down there without the limiting beliefs that are holding down your perspective. It has to be a reflection of those limiting beliefs. If you had empowering beliefs in the financial arena, you'd have a whopping full bank account. You see? Now, you may not ever need a big bank account, but you may need to process those limiting beliefs. So you may be holding on to the vision of perfection of this bank account and then get a big bill and say, oh, I can't believe this happened to me. Oops, hold on, hold on. Going back. I'm going back to that victim mentality. Oh, I see what's happening here. Give me a manifestation event form. Let's fill this out. Let's, okay, let's do this. Okay, let's go all the way. Whew, I feel better. Okay, no big deal. Oh, okay, there's some money over here. Or I can borrow money, no big deal. All right, just a manifestation event, just pointing out limiting belief. I process limiting belief. Not to do anything to the bank account, just to get where I intended to go. Just to raise my perspective a little more. As long as you hold on to the belief that things need to be different, you've got that vibration of victimhood in there. As long as you really maintain the perspective that everything's good, everything's working out, everything's for you, everything is moving along perfectly, everything feels good, everything is okay, everything is fun and exciting and interesting, hold that perspective. It'll dip down a little bit here and there. Hold that, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, and you'll go to another dimension, a higher perspective. And then things will start to happen quickly. Now, they may not be the things you think you want. In fact, 
They may be totally opposite to what you think you want. But when you go through that experience and you have that experience and you have the change that's come from that experience, you'll look back and you'll say, oh my God, that was incredible. I can't believe that happened. That was insane. I, I would never have wanted that to happen. But now that it happened, it was like the best thing of my life. It elevated me so much for that experience. This is the tricky part about the higher dimensions. You'll be inspired to do something. You'll go through an experience. You'll say, it'll bring up a lot of fear. You'll have a lot of mixed emotions about it. And then you'll learn so much about yourself that when you come to the end of it and look back, you'll say, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. This is the unimaginable life. This is where you're all going. This is what you're all playing with. This idea, this is what you want. And that is how you elevate everything through perspective rather than noticing the flaws. Notice the good, not the flaws. Everything is perfect. 30, 30 days of noticing all the good, writing down lists of good, list of right, list of perfect, focusing on the good and not the bad, the right and not the wrong. 30 days of that, you will elevate your perspective enough that you will be inspired to do something unusual and interesting that will elevate everything to another level. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. We have time for one silly question. This should be the most silly question ever asked on any platform such as this, where you have a stage to present your ideas and then have infinite intelligence put some new perspectives on that so that you'll have to risk really sounding silly yourself and maybe millions of people all over the world saying, why would that person ask that? Who's brave enough to ask the silliest question they've ever thought of? Joshua, this is Pamela. I'll go. Um, Push it. We passed fear. Congratulations. <laughs> Woo. I'm not sure if this is a silly question, but it's been weighing on my mind since it, since it happened. And so I would love some perspective on it. So basically, um, about a week ago, while I was meditating, I had a unusual experience and I'm, I'm fairly new to the teachings and the extension experience. And I've heard about the empathic abilities and so forth. So I, I haven't been expecting anything, but during this meditation, I got a vision of myself, um, somewhere, sometime, I'm not sure, but, um, basically I had three triangles on my forehead. They were all interlocked and the middle one was glowing white light. And there was another being there who put out a finger and touched the middle one, the white light. And at that moment, a huge rush of energy just went through my body. My heart was beating fast. I lost my breath and everything. And as much as I'd like to say that it was all in my head, the fact that I had a physical you know, thing to happen. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> well, once, a, once in a while, this doesn't happen a lot, but once in a while, as people go through the Ascension experience and listen to this teaching, something snaps in their mind and they just literally go insane. So they get locked up in the funny farm and no one ever sees them again. So this is probably what's happening to you. Or maybe it could be an empathic ability. Oh, does that ever happen? Yes, to about almost everyone. You can't be finding this information if there isn't something that's go that you are, are seeking as far as the journey of self-discovery. Well, guess what's on that journey of self-discovery? Your empathic abilities. That's the fun part of this journey. Now, what do you believe that was a representation of? 
What do you think the empathic ability is? I don't know what the empathic ability is because I don't know. Nothing's happened right now. What if you said, what if you said in all cases, instead of saying, I don't know, saying just, what do you think it is? Just imagine you do know, I know what it is. Say to yourself, I know what this is. And then say something. Oh, is there any doubt there? Of course, this is new. (laughs) I know what this is. What is it? I know what this is. Um, First thing that comes to your mind, you have the ability to. I honestly, nothing is coming to mind. I, there's a block of some sort. <laughs> if we were to poll the audience here, and let's just say that there were a million people listening to this right now, there would be 999,999 who know what it is. You'd be the only one who doesn't know. Everyone else is looking going, of course, this is so obvious. Of course, it's so obvious. Doesn't she get it? How could she not see it? Oh, this triangle right in the middle of her eye with this white light coming to it. What could that be? Well, I would say that, yes, it's my third eye because that's and where it is. And it's opening the... up and receiving information and downloads. Um, exactly. Right. You are a channel. <laughs> Anyone who can receive information from the non-physical is a channel. Anyone who can receive it is a channel. Now, if this had happened to you 20 years ago when you were feeling all a victim and thinking things were happening to you and living in fear, would that be of any use? Would you even tell anyone about it? Or would the doubt be so strong that you would never even think to ask the silliest question in the history of the world? You would never even think to find these teachings. You would never think to join the Ascension Experience because you've already somehow raised your perspective. Somehow you raise your perspective enough to latch on to a seed of perspective left by someone else at a higher perspective. And you got the thought, oh, let's uh, look into this law of attraction thing, or let's watch this, this video, or let's listen to this podcast. And then you went on this journey. You accepted more information. You were guided every step of the way. You allowed yourself to go. You pushed past fear. You said no to the doubt every step of the way you get closer and closer your perspectives elevated every step of the way and you get to a high enough point where you're actually meditating how many people are meditating not a lot of americans you start meditating you have a vision and you see a perceptual non-physical illustration of your innate abilities now if someone told you that you were going to be a star basketball player in the third grade, you would say, no, I'm too short. I could never play basketball. And then he said, well, that, that idea of basketball is sort of fun. And you played the elementary school basketball, you played junior high and played high school. And then you went to college on scholarship. And then suddenly you're playing basketball professionally. You would say, oh yeah, well, this is my path the whole time. But from the third grade version of you, doesn't seem to make sense. As you travel along this path, doing what you're enjoying and allowing this ability to come through you through meditation and playing with it and maybe some automatic writing, maybe some speaking into a phone, maybe writing on a topic specifically, maybe something happens in your town and then this information comes and you write in the form of an article, maybe you ask the entity its name, 
that's coming through you. Maybe you just imagine it's your own intelligence, your own inner self. You do it as you, you do it as a channel, however you like to do it, doesn't matter. But this is so common. It's so common because every human being has empathic abilities as soon as they reach a perspective high enough where it becomes useful. If you don't reach that higher perspective, why would you want it? You'd be in too much fear to even let it come out. You doubt it so much. Now that you've got to this level, now you must understand, you just got to this level just last week. You just had a call with Gary just last week. You just asked for something and received it just last week. You see, all this stuff is happening for you. And then you have this experience and you go, that can't be right. That doesn't make any sense. That's some kind of anomaly. That's never going to happen again. This is how it works. It's all part of raising your perspective. Now you'll keep raising your perspective because at this point you're being guided step by step. You're willing enough to go with the flow of this. Your interest is enough that you're going to follow along. Your intentions pre-birth is strong enough that this is what you wanted. This will enable you to discover more of who you are. This is all part of discovering who you are in its physical reality. It's all working perfectly. These gifts are enabling you to discover who you are and to be of impact at the same time. It's a wonderful thing. It will happen to those of you when you're ready. It will be something, it may not be something you're aware of or something you think is a real thing, but you'll be led to the understanding of it. Just keep doing the work, keep meditating, keep doing your daily spiritual practice, keep participating in the courses, keep focused on this journey of self-discovery and these fun, surprising little tricks will come out of your bag. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed that episode. There's a lot of great questions in there and a lot to think about. Uh, this is all meant to be fun, so don't worry about where you are. You're coming along. If you're hearing this podcast, there's always something for you in these podcasts, and you'll get different things depending on where you are, but uh, you're moving rapidly to a new perspective about who you are. Once that happens, all kinds of things will start to shift in your life, including empathic abilities. So it's a neat thing. As you go through, you get more clarity, you get out of the illusion, uh, fear becomes less prominent in your life, and you're receptive to more inspiration. Uh, a best way to really shift your perspective is to take the boot camp. The boot camp is eight weeks. It's immersive. There's a lot of stuff going on there. We have four calls a week. We have assignments and daily spiritual practice and the manifestation event forum. We do a lot of work on processing limiting beliefs. This is the fastest way to shift your perspective, to understand who you truly are and the life that you're living now. When you see it from the higher perspective, see everything, it becomes so much more clear to you and choices and decisions and actions are right there in front of you. You can step into those and move more rapidly on your journey of self-discovery. Uh, to get into the boot camp, you need to make a call with me. It's very simple. It's a fun call. Just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. We'll have a quick chat. I'll explain the whole thing to you, and you'll know whether it's right for you or not. And otherwise, please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends, share it on Facebook, and leave a review. Wherever you're listening to this, there's a place you can leave a review. That's so much appreciated. So thanks again for being here, and have a great week. Bye.